0: Welcome to another episode of Out of the Blank Podcast. He's back again. It's been a actually, it's been a full year. Last time you were on was February 27, 2022, and you're back. He became a, well, he's been a dad, but he got too busy with his dad stuff to care about his second child over here. Thanks so much for, you know, giving me your time today. What's up, buddy? I missed you, man. What's up, bud?
1: Uh, it's great to be back. Um, yeah, you know, life's been just moving at a million miles a minute. Uh, I don't, i I used people just tell me you look really young for your age and i'd say no wife no kids and in the last two years i feel like i've aged two decades um i don't have
0: i hope your wife's not listening to this afterwards holy shit
1: she she wouldn't get she's that whatever asshole that's you know what you have to find when you marry someone you have to find someone that you could say real shit otherwise you can't be fake for the rest of your life with somebody you can't you know
0: If I could just find someone who's interested in JFK, that would be fantastic.
1: Blown the lid off of all that, man. And, And no one cares. It's past. I think anybody that really cared is already dead or senile.
0: No, whoever has the secrets has taken that to the grave a hundred percent. We're probably not getting answers on that ever. Um, but I don't like that. Like, I, I'm definitely interested in the subject. I wouldn't call myself a researcher, but let's we don't have to focus on JFK. You did mention something to me. You're like, did you predict this? And like I had to like roll it back because I think we talked about this a long time ago. It was um I got into a conversation with a guy and we were talking about like I was like, people just call people racist for no apparent reason. And then the, he goes, that's not true. And then I looked up Pepsi calling everybody racist. And I said, I bet you in like the next year, you'll see more of this. Somebody saying Coke is racist. And then Coke put out that thing about how to be less white. And it, and then I, I I called it all like the UFO stuff. And then the government admits there's UFOs. And then I start getting interested in JFK then the JFK thing. So then the CCP thing, I, recently, a couple weeks now, I've been trying to like learn more about the CCP listening to this whole podcast. And I invited Josh Rogan on my show to talk about it um and we were going to plan a day and the next thing i know we have the ccp spy balloon or whatever that was up in the air and i'm just like all right dude i gotta like go to like the gambling place and just be like excuse me um i'm not going to win and then see if i win you know what i mean like i want to but that's like my whole theory is like that whole will it will it into existence is bs so now i don't know what to say about that because like i've definitely willed some stuff in there
1: maybe you're just a conduit you know like the the energy is already in motion and it it just it attracts you so you're like these thoughts just pop in your head
0: what's with the jellyfish hand gesture i talk with my hands i'm silly. okay well my world's been a little bit (laughs) my world's been a little bit crazy but for you i mean what's the business still going what's going on
1: yeah, the business is still going. We're actually getting to move into our new uh, production kitchen. Uh, we won't have to share space anymore. Uh, after uh, eight years of trying to work around other people, we're going to have our own dedicated kitchen space, um, which is really exciting, especially after the uh, we have fire in the space we were working out of last year. That really Put a monkey wrench in our growth. Uh, lost staff, lost clients. Uh, it's 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 been a rough rough year. Uh, on that front, but we're still going. Uh, we're hoping twenty twenty three is going to be uh, a big comeback year for everything. It seems like uh, stuff is starting to open back up again, and uh, that whole twenty twenty. I don't I don't want to say the word. You might not get. You might get shadowed.
0: Ban- talk about the pandemic if you want. if i'm not shadow banned already then i don't know what else to say
1: you'll get that little like disclaimer on your thing i hate that like if you just mention that one word
0: we're talking about real events and apparently we can't talk about it
1: right uh yeah so it seems like the world's starting to try and come back to normal again people want to gather and have weddings and they don't have face diapers on their
0: didn't people just move i mean i feel like everybody's like florida's remained normal my town we don't ever talk about it at all like nobody really cares um i noticed it on tinder though when i'm swiping on tinder or something they have like vaccinated or unvaccinated i was like why would you put that as like your check can you transmit it through that like tinder's all like a hookup app it's not even people that go on there and saying i don't want to play games i'm like you're on a fucking app that is literally designed to play games I don't, I
1: don't know why people even care anymore. It's not like that does anything, doesn't protect you, doesn't stop anything. That, we call that. You can't that say that.
0: Right. You can't say that. That's the big one. You, you don't talk about that. You can say the damn name, but call it milk if you're going to call it something.
1: Let's do it. Even the C- CEO of Pfizer said it.
0: Uh, stop, stop. Uh, what are you doing? This is exactly where I didn't want to go and you exactly went anyway, there.
1: So there's a balloon, The balloon. They shot it down. We don't <laughs> know what it was. I know what
0: they were spying on. It's the, the thing I've been getting interested in, which is the Florida villages. You ever hear about them? The Florida villages? There's a community of retirement homes and this whole retirement home place is filled with old people that are all swingers. In Florida? Yes. Okay. I mean – Have you ever heard about it before? Probably.
1: What they do is
0: they take a – to know that you're down to party, they take their loofah, like a shower loofah, and they tie it to their car, and each color of the loofah means a different thing. Like blue means you're a beginner. And there's like a, I swear, I, dude, you do not believe me? I'll pull it up right now. Does it
1: brown mean you're in the butt stuff?
0: <laughs> I, I'm just, I, I'll, I'm gonna pull this up because this is a. So what part real. of Florida is this? This is, is what the CCP like was D-Land? trying to see. The CCP was trying to figure Florida. what it is. Out. If my computer crashes, I, I'm sorry, my computer's old and trying to share screen. My computer just just doesn't know how to cooperate with me. So if you see my videos, start tuning in and out. Um, apologies for anybody viewing. Did I hit, I hit share screen? Is my computer going to do it? Nope, my Zoom just crashed, didn't it? It says,
1: Robbie has started screen sharing. I don't know what to do with that.
0: I can hear you, but I can't see you.
1: I can't see you. You're all black. There you go. I see you in a little screen up top, but there's nothing shared.
0: Did it click off again?
1: No, I still see you in a little like, So we're bit. Well, we're in two I'll screens at the top.
0: Edit all this out. That's fine.
1: Fantastic. Mm -hmm. The master editor. Uh, Oh, Buzzfeed Club Okay.
0: So, this was also on the New York Post and everything like that. So, it's boasting 100,000 residents over the age of 55. The villages may be the fastest growing city in America. It's a notorious boom town for boomers who want to spend their golden years with access to 11 a.m. happy hours, thousands of activities, and no strings attached sex. All lorded over by one exclusive billionaire. There's like, if you scroll down in this, there's like, I just, I don't get it. I mean, good for them, but if that's what the spy balloon was looking for, they're, they're probably trying to figure this out if it's real or not, but look at the- they I got only a whole... have a few
1: more years to get there, less than 10 years, and I could join this cult.
0: Fantastic. Yeah, 55 is not old. I don't know why they said that. I
1: guess they figured like, oh, Hilton Head in South Carolina. I don't know. I forgot what I was looking for. I think you know, after a certain point, the Viagra just
0: doesn't even work anymore. Well, this is like the crazy thing is like apparently this has sparked up the biggest boom in the black market Viagra business, which is like nuts to me. Which is like this is what I mean. What do you do? Do you yell? That's right or? up to Wildwood.
1: Wait, huh? Wildwood, what
0: New Jersey? I look. It's near you. Well, let me find what I was looking mm-hmm. for. I'm trying to find where it's talked about the black market, and it talked about. You didn't believe me at first until I said this, and then next thing you know, no, I'm showing I, an article. No, I did believe
1: you because I kind of, you
0: know, listen, my grandmother. Look, the old. CIA retirees group meets on the second Thursday of every month at 2 p.m. in the Lake Manoa Rec Center. I count 19 weekly opportunities for working with clay and 15 clogging groups. Yeah, so they clog, they do regular activity, but it's the CIA retire. I want to go here and just interview some people. I'm just going to walk in and be, excuse me, real quick, I don't have a loofah. I don't want to party with you guys, but I want to know, do you guys know who killed JFK? That's just one little quick question. This is where the answer is. If the CCP really wanted to like, you know, get America fighting over each other, they would just try and solve the JFK case. That's all they could do. And if they find out the answer is like the government, then you know we're kind of like going to be destroying ourselves. And the CCP is like, that's exactly what we wanted. But where did it talk about the heroin black market thing? Or not heroin, uh, Viagra. Viagra. <laughs> It's like hell. I don't think though. these, don't think these old
1: people need no heroin.
0: You can get a heart attack if you have too much Viagra. Yes. That's why I'm scared to take it. Mm. All right. I'm not going to be able to find it. Where's the picture of the loofah thing? We're going to do it. Hold on. What is it? Uh, Florida Villages.
1: Lufa. How do you spell loofah? How do you spell loofah?
0: L O O F A. There it is. Is it still sharing screen?
1: There's no brown one there. Pink soft swap.
0: I can't see you, I'm but apparently you. it's still screen sharing. Do you read I these? White anything. means novices and beginners. Purple means. Mm-hmm. I like to watch. I li- <laughs> <laughs> Black means. What is it? Those who swap. say what the hell. Let it all go. It go. All right. go. <laughs> Good God. I'm getting sick to my stomach. We're not doing that anymore. And it's old wrinkly people <laughs> but doing can that Can you too. believe that? Imagine you're like golfing on the fourth hole, drinking an Arnold Palmer, and there's a car that comes by and it has every color of the loofah on their car. We're but the crazy thing whatever. to me is, is that they had news people infiltrate this place, and they had them just go around interviewing people. And like some of them were like undercover trying to figure out like what actually goes on behind the curtains and they switched over from lufos to putting an upside down pineapple on their doorstep which is just like i'm never going to be able to look at a pineapple again
1: pineapple means so many different things it's Good big in them. the hospitality industry like uh, like that's a like a that's our uh, what do you call it our logo in hospitality
0: it's the pineapple I just, I don't whenever I can't it's just, I don't know. In retirement community is like one thing, but it's like, it, I started thinking about like hotels and stuff where they put chocolates on the pillow and like people like sometimes just wake up every day, excited to go to like a hotel and see the chocolate on their pillow. And I'm like, I couldn't do that. I would never do that. I haven't seen that in forever. Sometimes they put soap. I think they eventually had to stop because it was costing them a fortune. They'd be like, I want a new chocolate pillow every day when I wake up.
1: And the cruise ships, they have to fold your little
0: like, uh, you call that rag or
1: you know your hand your face face towel or whatever they folded into like origami shapes
0: and i've never been on a cruise i recommend it no thank you <laughs> there's just a large chance that you're probably not going to make it back
1: what better way to die than on a cruise ship out at sea
0: that's terrible i would hate to like be on a mickey mouse cruise ship and that'd be my last moment in life do it um
1: i never told you about my cruise in bermuda
0: i think you probably told me it once before yeah, I think it was it. um my wife
1: she worked on disney Cruise lines for six and a half years
0: i know you told me that i told her you got to get her on my show that's why she can that's why i married her i was like if she could stand that for six and a half
1: years she can make it with me it's-
0: back to the ccp thing what do you think it meant like what do you think that is
1: I have a few different theories. I know, like, I, I read an article yesterday, and it was like, whatever they're telling us, they're not telling us, you know. We don't know what the lie is, but we know they're lying about it, right? Uh, you know, it could it could have come from China. It could have come from us, you know, just another distraction. You know, we'll see what happens in the next few days, whether some other shit pops out on, under the radar while everybody's all pointing fingers at this. Oh, if Trump were there, they would have shot it down, and our government's lacking so that's my main theory It's just it's a distraction <clears throat> i don't think it's a spy thing because they have satellites like yeah what do they need a balloon for that they can't really control they've they can fly a satellite over and look at whatever the hell they want so i, I don't really believe that um I, I liked your theory of like hey if we wanted to we could obviously like float this thing out there and you guys want to know about it. And we could drop
0: whatever on top. I don't, that's not, that's not what my theory is. My theory is, is that I think it was a message. Um, it, it, it was a message with two end goals. One is that when we see it and we go, okay, what, what is China doing? It's kind of warning us about our relationship with Taiwan because China doesn't recognize Taiwan as a country. Um, and we have good relations with Taiwan. Uh, China thinks it's a part of them. And just, I want to preface this because this is really, really important. If you listen to like any podcast out there listen to Josh Rogan on Joe Rogan's podcast explain the CCP cuz he really breaks it down in a way like there's a lot of things that happened with this like the Asian hate movement and all that type of stuff the CCP does not think of at all like that there's none of that wokeology stuff that goes over there so when you criticize the ccp it does not mean you're criticizing chinese people it means that you're criticizing the chinese government that is a totalitarian system so it's okay to talk about that it's not being racist it's not being hateful it's just calling like these people or the government are putting people in china like labor camps and all this type of stuff well
1: during the whole actually the truth
0: well as much as like everyone hate kind kind of hates trump and that's fine. I mean, I don't like him either. I don't like Biden either. But the Biden administration picked up some of the stuff that the Trump administration was doing towards China. And you got to think of it like this. They have one guy that's in power till he dies, basically. So then what do we have? We have a new guy every four years. So you got one president that's hard on China that tells China, we're not dealing with any of your BS. Or you're going to listen to us. Then the next guy comes in and he's a bit of a pushover. And the next thing you know, it's just at this point, they realize every four years it's somebody different. So they can just choose when they want to strike and choose when they want to go across. So during that Asian hate movement that was happening, Nike just asked a simple question, was like, hey, the people that are making our shoes, are they getting paid a decent wage? And China called them racist and all this type of stuff, and they got a lot of crap, and the government should have helped them, and they didn't. And then they banned Nike um, and from a bunch of things. Nike had to learn really quick. So that's what the government notices is that we think of it like this, and they realize they can capture upon it, just like Russian troll farms and stuff like that. Now, before I get like deep into the rant, the message thing was that it was a message that our relationship with Taiwan, but also at the same time, China has bought many American businesses that go over there, and people think that they can profit over there. They have stolen companies. They've done all this through transactions and all this. They have tactics of getting their business over here because they realize there's a market that they can sell to as well too. now we get a lot of our imports from China and the way that we kind of manage the, our relationship with them is not through yelling at them. I mean, during the pandemic, they also used to make our masks and then they stopped giving us masks and we realized, oh shit, we need to have, because they already, they already have mask factories before the pandemic happened. It's not a conspiracy to say that, is that if you go over there, the pollution is so bad, people wear masks all the time. That's a very common thing over there. Now, we realize, oh, crap, we need to make our own mass factories because we can't just rely on one place to get them. Now, the second part of that message with the balloon wasn't that this is a spy balloon. It was – it had been up there for a week, and it's not like the government didn't know about it. They knew about it. It was just about what do we do? Do we shoot it down and risk our relationship with China? And that was kind of them like how much – how far can we go with this thing before they take it down or something like that? They were seeing if we would do it at all, and we did. So, I mean, it was just interesting to see that. Like, they're kind of testing us. Like, did it
1: after the fact that it flew across the entire. They're like, okay, it's, it's, I people ocean noticed. let's shoot it
0: now. People noticed it. Right. They're like, oh, shit. They wouldn't we have gotta... done anything. I, I, yeah, I guess. I, don't know. I just want to know how many people reached out to their, you know, all the people that were protesting guns. How many people reached out to their gun friend thinking like Red Dawn was going to happen? Can we shoot it down? Can you, can you get it? No, you took our guns away.
1: Get your get your rocket launcher out. If you know, and look, you that's got not down
0: in your basement. That's not saying there's not nuts people out there that have guns because there definitely is, and a lot of them are probably in our government. But I, hey, you know that's a different discussion.
1: I don't understand why they. Uh, I mean, I feel like they could have just like pulled up on that thing and took it right. Like we didn't even have to shoot it down. They said they didn't shoot it down over land because they were afraid of the debris that would fall to cause injuries. And I was like, that's BS. Like. You're saying that the that it flew over, of course, that it was constantly over like houses or whatever. I mean, I've driven across the country. There's lots of dead area where there's no fucking people living, nothing, no businesses or anything.
0: It's just woods. Right. Maybe they thought it was some kid's balloon that got away from them. And they were like, well, "We got to give it back to little Timmy, who's sitting at the amusement park." They said park this, crying. so
1: there was. They said there was one over South America as well. They said that they one crashed over Hawaii six months ago. There's all kinds of shit out there about <laughs> oh, it. Oh God, I don't know. Maybe maybe their weather balloons are just
0: not good, and they are just getting
1: away from
0: them. I that don't... goddamn gust of wind took that thing and <laughs> flew it across the damn Pacific. You know, I it, it, I don't think.
1: I think they're having problems right now. They're they're just opening back up, so they're not. I don't think
0: they're as much of a first threat off. The people in the was. government have been opened up for the since the beginning. The government, people yeah, have not.
1: But, right, and it takes people to do things, right? It takes people to launch weather <laughs> balloons. <laughs> this is where candles. I add the
0: disclaimer: we're not CCP investigators. Or we don't. We're not trying to analyze the Chinese government's uh, psychology, but. Well i mean you know, a lot of people don't even know about the whole like social credit system thing i think we talked about that before with like I can't government control that. but do you know how it started though
1: how it started
0: Yeah, there's too many people in China to police so that the police go home after 10 p.m. It was a way to get make sure people could be citizens and, you know, tell if somebody did a crime or not. And then it went a little bit too far. The goalpost moved and then it became a way to really control people and kind of bring in this Orwellian surveillance aspect of things. And that's like where we talk about the dangers of where things end up. That's the dangers that you when you get a little bit of power, you kind of want a little bit more and you just keep grabbing. And so there's no more apples left in the basket.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I forget who it was that I saw was talking about how CCP is, is basically the the guy that rules it is totally paranoid right now. Um, And like they're he said that they're listening to, you know, they can, the government can listen to what's going on in their offices and everything. And they're not hearing anything because no one is talking. Everyone is just so terrified of this guy that like, it's just like, just try and hide under the radar. And there's a huge power vacuum when he goes because he's eliminated any kind of competition or leadership that would kind of be able to replace him. So it's, I, I'm not as worried about China or Russia as I was before, because within, I'd say 20 to 50 years, they're just going to have a, an internal collapse. Uh, they they the whole population collapse thing is going to go down and they're just not going to have the leadership to, to stand up. Like you said, you know, every four years we get a new leader that kind of like allows us to keep things moving. Whereas those countries, when the leaders that are in power right now fall that they're the leadership that's going to come up is going to be so inept that the, the country itself is going to have a hard time just maintaining its own stuff. They're not going to be able to, mess around with the rest of the world like everybody's afraid of
0: mm. you say that but i mean have we seen that so far they've been able to control the people over there for put them on huge lockdowns. that's the only problem is that the, the people are the problem like we have a voice here we have freedom of speech
1: they just go along with it though there's so many of them that if they were like why are we listening to these guys okay so they can get one or two of us but they can't get all billion of us um Just stand up and start fighting they're just so submissive i feel like that's their main problem
0: well i mean even the the defectors the defectors the people that do end up leaving their country and coming over here did you know that there's some that openly speak out because they have no family back in china but the ones that well like naomi park's a good example i think we've talked about her before um but she's talking about how she had to escape korea and all this type of stuff and then you know when she's telling these stories there's people that are from Korea government or people that are defectors but have family back here that'll defend the government and say you're a liar and then it becomes a controversial cuz they have family back home i mean that's the crazy thing is like if you're pro like understanding like what the importance of being a human being is and you talk about what the chinese government does i mean they give people hysterectomies to where they can't have kids anymore all because they sign on to a vpn like that's what we do with that on a daily basis. We're doing that right now. We're signing onto the internet.
1: Right. Did Did you hear about the, the CCP police stations here in America that are like monitoring those, those people that speak out against the government against the CCP? Here? You're not
0: talking. Uh, I haven't heard of that. I've heard of Confucius institutes. <clears throat> no, there, there are, there are
1: CCP police stations. There's a couple in New York, uh, uh, I feel like there's a couple uh, up, up in the Midwest, and and they have their own Chinese police stations that monitor and try and, like, affect the people, the, the, the defectors that are here in America. And if they get out of line, they try and kidnap them and take them back. Yeah, they go down that rabbit hole. <clears throat> That's so scary.
0: I'm not scared of the government killing me, but I am definitely a little bit nervous about the CCP. Like, I'll stop talking about them if they find out who killed JFK. That's fine. You
1: know what bothers me about that whole thing? Like, what were you talking about? Like, the JFK stuff comes out and the UFO stuff comes out. And, like, no one does. No one, everybody's just like,
0: okay. And then just keeps going on. Like, because life's too hard. You can't focus on everything. <laughs> More people are complaining about yo-yos and. How come we lost track of where yo-yo is when, dude, to be honest with you, man, I mean, a year, it was the last time you were on, it does not feel like a year, but it's been a year.
1: It has been. Yeah. But no, you're and- right. It doesn't. That's how, that's what I said. The light feels like it's moving at a million
0: miles a minute. Like- and I don't, I don't know what that is, but I, I swear to you, man, like the other day I was talking to my buddy Rich and I was like, yeah, I've been interested in the assassination for a couple of months now. You know, I'm trying, I think I'm doing good work. He's like, Robbie, it's been longer than a couple of months. And I go, what? He goes, well, I was back on seven months ago and you had me when you were probably three months in. And I go, what? And I look it up on my phone on air and I'm like, oh, my God, it's been like a year. I was like, oh, where did the time go? I don't want my life to end like that. You know, that's how people end up like looking into something for 60 years. And the next, you know, you're you're older and you're joining the villages and you're putting a a loofah on your car. And then you're drinking an Arnold Palmer and walking up to some person's house with an upside down pineapple. And then you're like, where did my life go? And then next thing you know, you're banging a CIA agent. You're like, oh, that would be awesome. I just got excited. I just got you're excited. you banging a CIA agent? Dude, are you kidding me? What kind of, that's that's something you put on your resume. Are you banging a CIA agent? I wish. Uh, Don't say that. There's people in the community of JFK that'll think I'm a spy.
1: I already know you're a spy. You're a spy for <laughs> your, your own, own personal them.
0: I definitely would probably fit the profile if I was going to be like an undercover agent. Except you never leave your fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> I do leave. I go to work. You got to go out of town sometimes. <laughs> I never go out of town. No vacation. I go to ever. foreign countries. <laughs> my last vacation was 2015. And um, I was looking through my emails and I saw I sent myself a bunch of photos from my GoPro when I was in Hawaii. And it was like me with a sea turtle and I was swimming underwater. And then I there's just this random guy, a Chinese fellow, and he's doing this on my camera. And I go, oh, I remember this. I was on the beach and I saw the guy out there and I just tossed him my GoPro. And I was like, you know, wave it around. And he smiled at it. And went, that's what I'm saying. It was awesome. He's a nice guy. He was
1: saying peace as He was about to run off with your GoPro. <laughs> no,
0: I know. I, I didn't even think about that. I mean, that'd be, that was when I was like, I don't think people are going to be bad, especially when you're on vacation. You can't be in a shit mood and be in Hawaii. I guess that's like being in the villages and being in a ship mood. You can't be like that. I'm pretty sure the people from Hawaii go into shit moods, I mean, if they live there their whole life, yeah, probably. I mean I live in I live in a beach town and I fucking hate the water. <laughs> I used to live when I lived in Daytona,
1: and I was like, where do I go on vacation? I'm in I live in the vacation. <laughs> Every day's a vacation here. I used to have to come back here. To Philadelphia and have an anti-vacation it would be cold and like this is why I left this place
0: yeah but Philadelphia is a crowd like in Philadelphia if you walk outside you know you're sipping your coffee like it's a lovely day out and one person goes fuck you and you're like oh yeah this is great but you gotta like that though these people are friendly
1: uh yeah I think so I keep asking you know I've been back um Almost ten years now, nine years. and I keep asking myself I'm like, why the fuck did I come back here? I got out. I was out for twenty years. I was free. And then it I realized it was because I got soft. like once you leave here after all, <laughs> you st- you start saying hello to strangers and stop like being suspicious of everyone you meet and <clears throat> I got like soft, I had to come back and get hard hardened again.
0: Isn't it just getting older?
1: no i don't think so the only time i try and think of myself as old is when shit hurts or like it, it's still like like what? like oh tell me about it nirvana released this album 20 years ago and i'm like fuck, 20 years
0: ago oh god i thought you're i was thinking shoulder pain or leg pain or something like that and you're like oh god nirvana i was like wait a minute wait, that hurts your soul that doesn't hurt everything hurts, hurts my now, generation. Probably,
1: yeah I have what do they call it? Inflamm- inflammation, nerve inflammation. So like everything hurts. My hands, my feet, my legs, my are back. you getting it looked at? That doctors can't really treat it. You have to uh you just don't trust doctors. I don't because they're just gonna give me drugs. They're not so you know, they don't they don't fix the problem, they just treat it. It's not gonna go away. They'll just make it like not as bad. Um it's uh a lot that has to do with like diet, stretching, exercise, those types of things. So so I have to stop drinking beer as much as I do. Um stop eating certain things. Um gluten drink like cutting yeah, out gluten. Well, I'm not gonna be a glutar, but yeah,
0: not as much gluten. Um drinking tea and lemon and ginger and much. Oh and my tea. god, you're one of them now. You're drinking tea. Yeah, I gotta drink tea. Wait. So what's the craziest thing that's changed in your life like food wise
1: food wise no nah, i won't give it
0: up if i start going that way where like i can't have it at all anymore i'm not gonna do that do you have an old man anything that you do like anything old man related like like folding like your up underwear in the
1: morning and everything starts cracking and
0: yeah but that's bad. just i mean i'm 25 and i do that so that's not big.
1: No, I yell at kids now. Like get off! Oh, really?
0: Yeah, (laughs) you really? That's like what you—that's your old man card right there. Yeah, yeah. When when I'm I'm out back and people speed
1: through the driveway, I'm slow the fuck down. Kids live here. Yeah, do that. No. Good for you.
0: Good for you. I would love to see you make like I, I thought about this the other day. I would love to see you make like videos where you're teaching people how to do things. But here's the kick to the video. So the other day, my door handle broke off of my car, <laughs> and I had to fix it. So I'm looking up the YouTube video, and someone had got the same exact car I had, and it was there. I was like, this is fantastic. So I get the whole door thing off. It took like an hour and a half, Um, and I get the whole door thing off, and then it goes, all right, now we're ready to put it all back together after you like install the door handle and everything. And then I was like, imagine if there was only 20 seconds left in the video. And he goes, all right, now we're going to put it all back together. And then it goes, psych, you're fucked. And then it just ends. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that would be the best way to do a video. It would be like you take everyone through like an hour long process of getting their door done. And then you just screw them over. Right I mean, it'd be terrible for society. We already have trust issues, but that'd be fantastic. I that.
1: that I would, that would be the type of video I would like to do. <laughs>
0: Today, we're going to teach you how to clean your stove. First, we're going to disassemble the stove. You take everything out and they go, guess what? You're fucked. And then just hang up. But if you don't even say hang that, out. you just go now do everything in reverse. And then just away. <laughs> <laughs> to complete this video, just play it backwards. <laughs> I feel like if you had like at that moment, you put on sunglasses and you had a mullet and then you got on a big truck and you had a cigarette and you just flicked them off and then just drove off. And that was the ending of the video. And the guy's like, oh, my God, what do I do?
1: You know what else is perfect about that? I am great at taking shit apart. Putting it together. <laughs> I, I
0: think everybody is. <laughs> right. I always right. just hate it when you have an extra screw and you're like, this went to something, and I don't know where it went.
1: Um yeah. I've been thinking about doing tutorials on like putting
0: together IKEA furniture. Thank you. Stop lying to me. I'm a master your, of it. Your video would be way more popular than this podcast if you did that. So many people would be like, oh, my God, finally, someone's walking me through this because I never buy the store model. right?
1: <laughs> the one that's already pre-built or the, the one. Yeah, that they, they, build they never you.
0: sell you those because the guy who built it probably ended up jumping off the roof or something because he was so pissed at trying to.
1: I have people that like professionally put it together for you. They have their own. So, like, I've always been like, I want to get a job <clears throat> at IKEA putting the furniture together. <laughs> And then do those tutorials of of how to do it. I feel like uh, I feel like that's what college really prepares you for, because you know, when you're college, you got to buy the cheap furniture they put together yourself. And now that I have a kid, it's all it's all the same shit. You got to put everything together. And I'm like, this is what I really learned in college: how to put together cheap fucking IKEA furniture,
0: or just building your kid's toys, because now everything has to be like small. I mean, it was always kind of small parts. But now, like everything is like really kind of sophisticated, toy wise to make.
1: Uh, not really. It's like putting together fucking IKEA furniture. I swear. All the shit that I keep getting for her. Christmas is great. I love it.
0: How much? How much are you in the hole after that one? Uh, uh, Just think, in like seventeen years, she'll be able to pay you back by working at your job or business.
1: Seventeen, bro. Another four. She could start talking, walking, and taking orders She's in the window. And then, there if you go. then I get the t- tax deduction on that as well.
0: You're just copying the CCP already. Congratulations. Already, yeah.
1: They're great. I love it. Cameras everywhere. Facial recognition. I saw a video yesterday of a woman that is now banned from every gas station in China. Oh, God. <laughs> You saw that where she just kind of opened the window and just dropped the money out. So they it wasn't even the CCP that did, did it. All the gas stations got together and they're like, yeah. That license plate, that car can't come in.
0: That um, that would happen over here. You know, if, if they started doing that, I mean, they easily could. You know how many people are just not normal people when they go out into their everyday life like they've just dropped. There's a lot. And look, there's mornings I have that where I just have a I don't give a shit attitude. You and, just um, dropped the money out the window. I got angry at work because <laughs> I had so much, I had so much going on. I was angry at work and I went to go change the paper towel dispenser thing and it wouldn't work, it wouldn't open up. So I like I was like, ah, and I just start walking back and then I come back again and like let me give it another try. And I go in there and the key broke off in the thing, and I literally grabbed the thing and I was like about to rip it off the wall, and then I just let go and everyone's like looking at me. I was like, walk away,
1: walk away. Like that's a little bit different, you know. Come like, back and drop kick it. I understand. I understand that you know the machinery's not working that's frustrating and it's you're not you're not hurting another human being where this woman was like the lady went to go take the money from her and she just was like boop, and and the the chinese money's just blowing all over in the wind and the
0: poor oh. lady's got to like pick it up and shit like oh she got out of the car and picked it up
1: no, she made the worker do it. If she would have oh. got out of the car and picked it up, I think she wouldn't have gotten banned. But it's just that type of like, tritty she- sh- shitty treatment of people trying to do their job and you just not caring about them. Like I got into it. Uh, I took the family down to Atlantic City last weekend. And uh, I, had, I, I had a couple, I had some you know casino chips that I had to cash in. And I'm standing in line at the, the teller window and it's, it's Tuesday morning, like 10 o'clock in the morning. It's not like the casino is super busy. So they only had one cashier window open. And this there's like a guy at the window and then two other people in front of me and then me. So four people in line, not a big deal. How long does it take to exchange money? And the guy starts bitching. He's like, this is... Ridiculous. One window open to cash out the entire Tropicana casino. This is so bullshit. This is so ratchet, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, bro, chill out. Like, relax. You get your money and get out of line. You're the one that's holding up the whole process. And then the next lady got in line and she started bitching out the woman. And I'm like, excuse me. That's a person right there. They don't own the casino. She probably has no. Control over how many windows are open. Why are you treating her like that? She turns around and calls me an asshole. And I was like, You're a fucking bitch. Like, what's Whoa. your problem? <laughs> and the, you know, and then the guy behind her started getting in. He's like, Oh, they don't, they don't, they're just trying to make money without having to put as many employees up and on. And I was like, You realize there is an actual labor shortage going on for these types of jobs right now. And he's like, They got tons of employees back there. And I'm like, But they may not be cashiers. You don't understand. He's like, I'm I'm retired, sixty year old. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, well, good for fucking you. But treat this person with some respect at least. Like, why are you yelling at them? They have no control over this. Like, so you had to wait an extra fucking minute out of your life. You're retired. Where where do you got to go in such a hurry? Why are you
0: to the village? What
1: do you mean? Where does he got to go? He's got to go to the village. I was like, it's too early in the morning for this type of fucking negativity on my va- the end of my vacation right now. Yeah. I am just like, what's wrong with this? I got to the window and I, I apologized for their rude behavior to this poor woman. Like the look in her eyes was just like, thank you for
0: Yeah, but that's like customer service. You know how that is. People like I got I get bitched out of work sometimes and it's not even my fault. Exactly. Like, why? Why do people need, feel the need to do that? Like- I get it. I, I had I mean, I go to Ro- Royal Farms, the gas station, me and you know about it. Probably people listening don't have any idea what that is. It's basically if you go there at three o'clock in the morning, someone's on meth working there 100 percent of the time. I literally rolled up and then the guy goes, we're not open. I go, you guys are 24 hours. He goes, yeah, but the other person didn't show up to her shift. And he just put a sign on the door that said closed. And it wasn't a real closed door sign. It was drawn on. And I go, what? I go, I come here every morning, the same time the other day. And this is when I put a knife in my car and I don't care if anybody hears this. Cause this is like real, there's a 26 year old kid drunk. I don't know what he was, but I'm pumping gas in my car. I'm wearing shorts. I'm wearing a hoodie, getting ready to go into my job at the gym and pumping gas this kid circles around my fucking car does not his head just it stays like this like staring at like as he's walking his head just stays in position staring at me and i, I look up and i'm listening to like music in my headphones and i, I pull the headphone out and i go could i help you and he Walks around my car again, staring at me, and then goes to go cross the highway. And then he turns around and goes, Fuck you, man. I was like, Why'd you wait till you're over there to say that? But it was like something where I was like, "I." It, it was just, you don't know what's going to happen at three o'clock in the morning. And it's every single, and this is when I started videotaping this shit because I started going, Nobody believes me that I could just get into these r- weird scenarios. I'm sitting in the parking lot at my gym. I swear to you, this is at 3 30. I go in at four. So I got 30 minutes of just sitting in my car. So I'm sitting there on Tinder, swipe, swipe. That's a dude swipe left swipe 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 i'm just going back and forth and um this kia i mean little black kia pulls up goes over to the car that's waiting in the parking lot beside me goes right beside him so much so that he can't even back like back out like 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 to where he can't even open his door you have to roll his window down tell the guy to move over so he can get in like middle lining it basically and he goes I hear I see them talking. I just go, what? The? So I start videotaping. I go, what the fuck is going on? Then as I put my phone down and stop videotaping, I guess the I, this is how I know the guy told him my name and everything. The guy comes up and pulls up right beside me like, oh, shit. And he goes, roll your window down. It's an older guy. Here's the crazy thing. This is like three thirty in the morning. Older guy in a Kia Soul pulls up right beside me in an empty parking lot wearing hunting gear. He's wearing a full hunting hat, full orange vest and everything like he's about to go shoot some deer. And I go, oh my God. And I roll down my window. He goes, Hey, Robbie. And I go in my head, I go that motherfucker that was in the other side of the parking lot that always goes there every morning said who my, I was and told him who my fucking name was. And he goes, do you know where the gun shop is? And I'm like, no, I don't. I think there's not even one in Maryland. He goes, there has to be one. I Googled it on my phone. It says it's around here. Maybe it's over there. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't hunt. And he goes, okay. Well, um, do you know? And I go, no, I, I'm sorry, man. I gotta get ready for work. And then I just roll up my window. And, um, He drives off, and he's next thing I I see the car going up and down the highway, just back and forth. And I walk inside, and I walk over to the guy. The guy's name's Bob. And I go, Bob. He goes, yeah. I go, that guy come over there and ask you about a gun shop? And he goes, yeah. And I go, at 3.30 in the morning? He goes, yeah. And I go, why the hell would you give him my name? He goes, oh, I didn't think it was a big problem. I thought he was going to come over to you anyway. I go, yeah, but he said my name like he was a friend. And you gave him – you don't do – that's common sense to not do that. And he did it. And I was like, oh dude, I just don't even know what to say to you. And like I get it, I guess I get it. I mean, if you're friendly, maybe you don't think about that type of stuff. But I feel like that is just common logic. If someone approaches you at 3.30 in the morning when full on hunting gear and asks you where a gun shop is, you either call the cops or you get the fuck out of Dodge.
1: Yeah. That's definitely crossing that my boundaries. Fan. I'm sorry. Why why give away that much information? Uh, yeah, that's that's definitely strange. Uh, why if you're already ready to go hunting <laughs> don't you have your gun with you <laughs> why are you looking for Gun You need more ammo
0: he was gonna buy one at three o'clock in the morning apparently
1: mm. did he have Owen maryland plates
0: i was so just taken off where i was like i don't know what the hell's going on right now i just rolled up my window and i just looked down on my phone and act like i was doing something So next
1: time you're at a gas pump, uh, just anybody ask shady, just whip out that. Well, I put, I put a knife
0: in my car because I, (laughs) I asked my cop friend and I was like, real quick, I was like, what do I, uh, Like, if I, what would be the best thing to carry in my car, pepper spray or anything like that? He goes, there's no self-defense law in Maryland. So whether you use a knife or pepper spray, you're going to get charged for the same thing. So he goes, you might as well go and get something that's actually going to stop somebody if they come at you. I was like, well, I can't get a gun. That takes a long time. I don't feel like shooting people. He goes, just get a a knife. He's like, to be 100% honest with you, he goes, you want to protect yourself out there. And there are like – I mean – he he tells me stories every morning. The other day, his face was all busted up, and I go, "What happened?" He goes, "I got in a fight with a guy on PCP," and I was like, "What?" And he goes, "Yeah, the dude bit my face, and he's got like a giant like teeth marks in his nose," and I'm like, "Oh my God, the stuff you guys go to at like one o'clock in the morning, it's like people don't understand how hard it is to be a cop." a big time,
1: yeah. I always have always kept something right in the like in between the seat and the center console tire iron something that's kind of long enough that i can swing It's heavy and do damage i used to keep a baseball bat but then uh, there was an incident and i got warned by the cops that probably better to not have the baseball bat if i did have the baseball bat i would have to have a glove and a ball and and then
0: Hmm.
1: you have to have like a reason here in philadelphia
0: i was just playing baseball with my kid where's your kid oh shit i gotta go back to the park (laughs) and just start driving away pretty much you have
1: to you have to have the premise that you were going to be using it or was using it for sports activities and then an altercation happened and you had to defend yourself to use it
0: what do you say if you have a gun in your car
1: Uh, as long as you have a concealed carrier okay you have to have the permit you have to have a permit here in uh in the city of philadelphia uh outside philadelphia you, you don't have to have that you can You can open carry, but it has to be openly displayed. You can't have it hidden in the console.
0: If I was making a law, I probably would make it so you can't have a gun in your car.
1: Um, But then, how would you get the gun from point A to point B? You have to walk it. Like
0: you can carry it like that. Like if you're driving to a place to put it in there, but you can't just keep one in your car you know, like I saw a video of a guy, he opened up his like middle console and he, there's a gun safe and he hits the buttons on the gun safe and then pulls out his gun. And he thought the guy behind him had a gun because they were getting like, he was brake checking them and stuff. And as the car, it's a video, you can watch it as the car drives. The guy just starts firing and Shoots at the windshield, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, that's like the, you can't, that's one area. I feel like you should not have a gun. Um, mostly because you're the aggression that comes out while you're driving is just ridiculous that it's, it's sometimes it's unwarranted sometimes it's just like you you don't you can't even stop you just turn into the fucking hulk like everybody's driving down the road ready to flick each other off i had a guy on my show talk about toxic masculinity and um he was going in on toxic masculinity and i said some i said some things where he looked at me and i was like oh that was definitely a dumb question to ask because i was just curious i don't know um i get yelled at for sitting with my legs wide open people say i'm man spreading or something
1: man spreading But my it's balls whatever. stick to my legs. So you can't, you know. That, you know people, Don't need to people go that, that deep. Get upset about Okay. That All right. People Hang on, buddy. tiny dicks and little balls?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, we we're talking about he was talking about toxic masculinity. He goes, just like it's a it's a toxic male male trait to immediately want to uh fight another man because your uh confidence or your reputation is now on the line. And I go, I started looking at him. I go wait, like driving a, like it driving in a car and you get out of the car to fight somebody. Cause sometimes I do do that. Like if we get out of the car, I go, well, someone's going to have to throw a punch. Cause I'm not backing in my car first. Like that's a real thing though. Usually everyone gets out of the car and they usually yell at each other. And then everyone gets back in and drives away like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. That happened to me on Christmas. I was driving to the gym at one o'clock in the morning and I stop at a stoplight. And this guy thought I was riding his, he was going 45 at a 55. So I was, I was a good couple car lengths behind him, but I was just like, I don't want to slow down to go. So I just like, he thought that I was too close. And he goes, you got a fucking problem. And I looked at him and I go, with my headphones in my ear, what? He goes, you got a problem. And I just look at him. I go, do you? And then he just stared at me. He goes, yeah, fuck you. And then drives off. And I just go, it's Christmas day. Like I, it's one o'clock in the morning. I'm not going to do this at one o'clock in the morning. And it's Christmas day. Christmas day to me is like, that's a day you don't fight. You don't drink on that day. You don't fight on that day
1: fight for christmas
0: you can fight with your family that's fine right i feel like that's what christmas is for maybe i'm an aggressor i don't know i'll work
1: family fights um i know it's you're right i it's the reason why i don't have a gun everybody's like, you don't have a gun in philadelphia and they said i will shoot someone i will go to jail you know what i mean like you don't want I, it, society hasn't broken down enough almost but not quite enough we still have laws so until it's back to like the wild wild west days where it's like oh okay draw a motherfucker and then you'd be like well he said something about my horse and the sheriff will be like oh all right well then you had adjustable cause to shoot that fool but now you really you got to be careful uh so at this point no i don't don't have a gun but i do carry other weapons right because you don't know what's going to happen. City of Philadelphia now it's almost like Gotham they got.
0: Well i feel like that's just that's just going to end up being the way the world's going to start working and i mean we already are, see that now is that people don't want to associate with other people you don't even want to strike up a conversation because you just don't want to deal with people. Um people are now so isolated in their little bubbles and circles. It's like pretty ridiculous but whatever yeah. But you gotta I protect your like own, man. If someone threatens you, you feel like you're threatening your family.
1: Yeah. One hundred. Yeah, you definitely need to to protect yourself. You can't just back down from every confrontation. But there's uh, there's ways of doing it uh, where you can get you can get out of it without going to jail. Hopefully, you know. Once you bring the gun into this whole scenario, it's
0: it we went up down quickly. a dark road really quickly. I mean, isn't isn't that what we do? Speak up a little bit, Jesus. What is wrong with you? Uh, I have to scream? No. You can't hear me? I'm nasally right now. Talking and under your I have breath. these things pulling, in my ear. Oh. When you're talking under your breath, you start pulling the customer service thing where you start cussing out the customers under your breath because they want an extra helping of beef in their food.
1: I got your extra helping right here.
0: You're like, I can't close the burrito anymore. If I give you another helping of beef, we're going to have a salad.
1: Back of the line. That's why I love behind my food truck. People get out of line. It's like, Next. And they look at me and they're like, what happened? And I'm like, you're not getting
0: served. Do you ever have like a dumb question that gets asked to you? All the time. Like what? Is the pork halal? Is the what? Is the pork halal? Uh... <laughs> what does that mean? Uh,
1: so, halal is almost like kosher. It's the Muslim version of kosher. Oh. And
0: I think never. that's impossible, isn't it?
1: Kosher oil. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. There's just dumb stuff. You know, it's the ice cold, it's the water wet. Does it taste good? No, motherfucker. I'm just out here selling garbage. You know, <laughs>
0: I, I mean, <laughs> depending on where you're located, in some places, people feel like they can get away with that uh
1: I, I just like you know there's like a line you know a huge line you waited like five minutes to come up and tell me what you wanted and you don't know what you want what what's good what's your favorite it, they're all my favorites that's why they're on the menu my man it's my place yeah uh, well, what would you recommend any one of those things can you just well, tell what me what would you, you recommend <laughs> brisket i was gonna go to the brisket like it's If, I, if I don't
0: eat meat and I only do shakes, what would you recommend for me?
1: You don't eat meat and you only do shakes. Uh The falafel bowl. That's our chickpea. What if I don't want it in a bowl? Beds of greens. Uh, you, you want me to
0: put it on a plate? Can you chew it up and spit it into my mouth like a baby bird? <laughs> like a baby bird. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, chew it up, swallow it down, and then shit it. Real oh, I, like... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a really long wait time, and I don't want to wait around. I want something that's not too hot and not too cold. I want something that's healthy, but not too healthy because I still have a sweet tooth. And then I want something that's going to make me feel like I spent good money on this, but not too expensive, not too much good money, because I don't want to feel like I had a really good time. I just want to have a decent time. What would you recommend? Well, McDonald's is right down the street. Uh, you should get the chicken, cheese, and bananas. I feel like the world went to shit when McDonald's took out their playhouses that they had in there. The, the little kids could run around.
1: This McDonald's is so depressing right now. McDonald's looks like it's going through a midlife crisis it needs to buy a condo on the beach and a ferrari
0: well because employees just stopped caring everyone stopped caring but like fast food workers are like the first to go they were like nope we don't care and they're like we'll pay you 25 an hour and they're like nope i don't give a shit
1: because people treat them like shit because they're fast food workers and this is what i was getting at before it's like no man that's a human being back there and you know you People pull up and they feel like they're at, uh, you know, the the five star restaurant, and everybody should be kissing their ass. And it's like, no, you're getting a happy meal, and the cheapest other food that you could possibly get.
0: Like, no, it started with Royal Farms. It It started with Royal Farms. I'm telling you, Royal Farms has been awarded the best fried chicken. I was just gonna say that. Hold on, I was gonna say what what is what, what is Royal Farms known for? What are they known for? Gasoline
1: and fried chicken
0: okay when i went to royal farms and i got a chicken tender basket with french fries you know what they said to me we're all out of chicken i can make you the fries but we're all out of chicken and i go you're a chicken place are you not gonna put any more on they're like nope i'm like it's 2 p.m it's the afternoon like right close and up on dinner you're not gonna have nope you can have french fries if you want i'm like dude what are we talking about that that's when it all started going to shit is when employees stopped caring because their job became a little bit, and that's, I mean, should you care if you're in fast food? Some people really take their job seriously and make sure people have a great time. It's like going to Starbucks. I stopped going to Starbucks because it became too much of a hassle.
1: Um, yeah, they should, but everybody poo poos these jobs right now. Like these really important jobs that society really relies on, like garbage men and you know uh, janitors and things like that. And they're like, oh, you're just a janitor. Mm no man that's a really important job without that this whole hallway would be trash right your bathroom wouldn't have toilet paper in it uh,
0: and you're lucky if you get the goodwill hunting janitor
1: solve your equation I got this really hard math problem
0: <laughs> holy shit I solved the thing for that's a crazy thing to me Is did you know the CIA is active on college campuses oh yeah
1: Where do they, where do you think they're going to get their talent
0: that was exposed in the church committee report and like the after watergate and it's still going on today i had a guy read a book about it and he goes yeah one of the professors i talked to i think it was yale he talked about how the scientists said that a cia guy approached him about trying to solve the solve the thing for in, invisibility like to be invisible and like it was a he put a whole bunch of documentation in his book and i just go oh my god like that's pretty cool but then it's like what else are they doing like they have a heart attack gun to try and kill castro so it was like what are we talking about here? Like, what do we define conspiracy, and what do you define national security? Just give me like a couple like details on what you mean by national security. Is it going to give me cancer, or am I just going to be like colorblind? We're just going to get
1: syphilis. We're just going to get syphilis.
0: Just randomly. So, yeah. I'm put it in the water. That's why they told you not never to lick a bus stop,
1: or chew gum off of a railing. I don't know. Um, hey, I
0: don't know about that second.
1: That's what I that, but see, that's what I was saying about that balloon is that we don't know that it actually came from the CCP. I mean, they're like, oh yeah, the CCP said that it came from the CCP, but they I'm wouldn't like,
0: state it if it wasn't that. There's so much risk in saying it was the Chinese government. Like, China hears that you're you're going to be in some shit. What's what's China going to do? Honestly, you're going to stop uh, sending fucking masks to us again. Stop making everything they've been making for us so far.
1: But then that would cut their throats. You're literally going gonna to sell all down? that shit too.
0: You're going to go sit down and your whole chair is going to disappear as soon as you go and sit down. It's like the IRS taking away your shit. That's what's going to happen when China stops making our stuff. Everything in your house is going to slowly disappear. Where'd my coffee maker go? It's, 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 <laughs> it's like made. the whole like
1: customer business relationship, right? They're like, you, you're saying that, oh, they'll just stop doing all that for us. But then what are they going to do with that? And then how are they going to supply their economy?
0: So they're number to, one consumer. They can say to the people, "Hey, you guys can have a break for a little bit," and then everyone just passes out. But then, out what are the they go,
1: how are they going to get their rice bowls? What are they going to eat? How are they going to pay for the things that they need to buy? How are they the going gu- to buy oil from Saudi Arabia to fucking keep their machine going? Like it, we're are it's a symbiotic relationship. We, on little things here or there, you could kind of like stow the line. On businesses and you know that type of stuff, but when it comes to the whole like big picture of like, okay, we're not going to deal with you anymore, and we're going to like, all right, well, fuck you, we're just going to make it ourselves. you you know what I'm saying? Like they need each other, Uh, and so maybe China's, maybe the CIA is like, listen, China, we need you to take a fall for us on this one. We got to put a balloon up. We need you to be the bad guy. China's like, okay, no problem, because we're going to. Why would they shoot down their their own balloon?
0: Why would they shoot down their own balloon? Because it got caught, and that's why they waited till it got all the way across, right? That's another thing. Why would the Chinese government get caught, unless they wanted to be caught,
1: right? Which goes to your theory as the sending of a message. But I, again, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Really, there's a part of me that believes that we put we. It's our balloon.
0: We put it. You're up there. you're a little too anti-government for me. Like I'm with you on some things, but then there's some things where I'm like, look, I can tell you a lot about the government that you probably don't even know, and you can probably tell me a lot. That's why I'm surprised that
1: you're not anti-government as much,
0: because there's just no incentive. Like this idea of a grand order and grand reset, it's not that extreme. It's not like they want to kill off half the population. Um, There, there might be some individual, like Epstein Island, for instance. That's just the boomer Bohemian Grove. Like it's not even like it's same shit that's been going on, but they found a different way to do it. Now I talked to a guy who had been investigating, reporting on like the Franklin scandal and all that, and he also talked about um, Epstein thing. Found Epstein had connections with like what looks like intelligence. Like where did he get his island from? How come Ghislaine Maxwell is the only one that's been in, sent to prison for trafficking children to nobody? Like nobody, right? Where's the list? So, like it's like the same thing with like a government accountability at this point, where it's like if you're gonna be a like if I come to you and you work in the CIA and I say, Hey, I want you to be part of this project, okay? This project is going to be taking LSD and drugging random children.
1: Okay, so women, that's where the disconnect men. is. So like the government doesn't go to the CIA. The CIA just says, Hey, we're gonna do this. And we're not no, gonna no, the tell CIA the
0: doesn't say that. The CIA doesn't even tell you what they're doing
1: right right they just do it but i don't think the government goes to the cia and tells the cia hey we need you to do this cuz i don't i don't think the cia answers to anyone
0: i think CIA the cia doesn't is- the fbi doesn't the nsa doesn't and the nsa is the one that we probably have the least amount of documentation on when it comes to films when it comes to um doc i mean they have really good documents that's where i get a lot of my jfk stuff from because the nsa is like we don't trust the fucking cia and we do not trust the fbi and i'm like, right. I, love like I
1: don't think it's one one group that's controlling everything i think it's all these little groups that are trying to like control everything in their own little realm and then they just use the government when they need to does that make sense
0: yeah i just i don't get how do you get to the orwellian controlling aspect.
1: How do i get to the or, oh well that's more like the ccp because the ccp is just one person right that guy is just one person controlling everything and he he's controlling the government and making them do all the stuff Where here there's little factions and they're just kind of trying to to pull strings where where it benefits them um but it's they're all kind of fighting within each other. It's almost like when the government, we talk about the government and everybody's like, "Oh, the left and the right." And it's like, "No, nah, they're kind of on the same side. They're in the same room making the same deals with each other." And then we're going to pretend like we're not we're not getting along out in the in the world.
0: I think the left and the right thing is a show, but I think they're not working together. I think it's the only way that they can talk about conspiracy stuff and it be kind of news reported is when they blame the other side. If you notice none of it ever tracks to the CIA, none of it ever tracks to the FBI, never none of it ever tracks to the NSA and they're the ones that are orchestrating that stuff. I mean, there's a really important thing that I heard from a guy who studied like wh- why CIA directors can write their memoirs about being in the CIA. The same ghostwriter is listed on every single one of those CI director's books, and this is over a period of, like, generations where this guy has to be, like, 800 years old to be able to even – well, not 800, but he has to be an old, 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 like, impossible-to-still-be-alive right. type person. a fucking vampire. It's, it's a ghostwriter name. So one thing that was in the rough draft of Richard Helms, and Richard Helms and Alan Dulles were both kind of running MK Ultra. So one thing that's in his rough drafts. So and understand Richard Helms is speaking out off his brain, which means he's writing down his thoughts. And he says, through my time as director, we have done over a thousand covert operations. Now that's enlisted to propaganda tactics, regime change, assassination plots, all of that. In the final draft, the message says he's been in charge of a couple dozen. That's a really big impact to what you just said. Right. And like it was, he's
1: just he's supposed to be the head, but he only knew about 12 or so. But there's been thousands of you're, them. You're missing
0: you're missing the point. Is the point is that off of his mind, his just out of his thoughts, he gave probably a more direct response to a couple like basically a thousand covert operations as his time. And in the final draft, what they released to the public says a couple dozen. The impact of okay, he probably did like twenty-four. No. They saw that you, we have to change the wording here because you said something that we don't want them to know the realistic number, which is a thousand something. That's the damaging part. But that's like everything, though. I mean, it's like if you say someone, can you get me that? Sounds aggressive. But then if you say, can you please get me that? It sounds better. Like they're not lying or they're not hiding things. They're just not giving you. They're kind of wording it different like a lawyer. Right. The whole
1: word game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that all through the whole pandemic, you know, like, oh, COVID-related, not actually died
0: from, Okay, right? you got you to gotta chill on the COVID topic. You got a million other conspiracy things you can pick out of that <laughs> hatch, and you keep going to that one. Sorry. It's just the one that's most fresh. At least YouTube lets you talk about, like, Epstein and stuff.
1: <sighs> what do you think that whole shit? Remember when people used to be able to just say whatever?
0: what the the censorship thing yeah i mean it's youtube's platform you can say stuff on spotify the guy's like from sweden he doesn't care um he doesn't go to all the american but i mean that's the like i said that's the platform part my issue is is that when they have like guidelines it's kind of like national security they don't have like a set guidelines like there's papers i can show you document wise that'll show you that The CIA found how they can word things to get passed through Congress without being flagged as, like, potentially dangerous operations. It just – YouTube does the same things. They say that you can't say this type of content, but they leave the door open. So it's like they won't tell you specifically what you said so you can edit it out. They just say, nope, you said something we don't like, and I'm like, well, if you – talk about the jet sucking you can say that's something you don't like and then you can just flag it and that's like a really dangerous thing is like trying to make corporations and things define their terms it's like they've somehow gotten away with an open door policy
1: yeah these are the, it's against the guidelines what are the guidelines uh
0: <laughs> figure it out this gray area
1: <laughs> we don't you we don't really that. want to tell
0: you <laughs> it's like it's, you that's went what against a, them that's how people in customer service should be when you go and like, what what's good here? You just be like, you figure it out. Yeah, I do. That's how you tell them.
1: What do you like? I don't know what you want. Do you eat meat? Do you eat vegetables? I'm feeling hungry. I would
0: ask you that question now that if I ever go visit your food truck. The only honest company we have is Chick-fil-A.
1: Did you see somebody started a food truck? It's called Chick, and they're open on Sundays and they pull up in the Chick-fil-A parking lots
0: their car is going to explode it's (laughs) going to happen chick-fil-a is coming for you did you see the kfc thing i sent you yes that was hilarious john goodman talking about like at least we're open on sundays and unlike church's chicken we and just it went really deep into that 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 shit was hilarious to me
1: yeah it's the truck it looks like like chick-fil-a it has the same red and white logo type thing oh, and everything the, the, the side check yeah truck. side chick truck yeah i thought it was genius and then they pull into chick-fil-a parking lots on sundays
0: i wonder what up. it's like for someone to work at chick-fil-a knowing that there's like this kind of background to them and they're pretty open about it like you could protest them but they like we don't give a shit we don't care but it's the employees standpoint like I, I dated a girl that worked at chick-fil-a was she a real people pleaser do she was different. really, really nice. You know what? Like she was a really like good person, didn't have any hate in her heart. And that was before all that stuff started breaking about Chick-fil-A having like this anti this attitude. So like I wanted to reach out to her recently and be like, real quick, you know, remember when you like you worked at Chick-fil-A? And, like, Did you know about all this? Like, did you agree? Because I didn't know about it.
1: Uh, I think it, we talked about it on the very first time I was on. Chick-fil-A has that personality test that they administer and they make sure they get the people that fit their their box
0: what do, what do you mean do they just put a bucket of chicken in front of them and see which type of meat they pick no there's that
1: uh there's that personality test that tells you what you know what personality traits that you you have you know that are you a people pleaser you go along or are you a rebel rouser
0: i would love to take the employee test where they just put a bunch of sauce packets in front of me and they go real quick if someone asks you for extra chick fil a sauce what do you say oh sure here take one they slap me in the head no you say no you say no and i'm like but they wanted an extra sauce i thought it's like my pleasure is what we're supposed we're supposed to give them the best experience And they slap me in the head again no we give them the idea that we're in service to them really they're the money mouths that keep feeding our pockets. And I'm like, oh. That's the I'm McDonald's. <laughs> like, what about the milkshake machine? What do you say when they say to you the milkshake machine? They want a milkshake. What do you say? And I go, uh, the, the machine's broken. Slap me in the back of the head. We are fond of our milkshakes. We are different from McDonald's. We always make milkshakes. You make sure they get two. And I'm like, Jesus. Did you see
1: about why the milkshake machines are always broken at McDonald's?
0: Because nobody wants to turn it on.
1: No, they, so they only, they get their machines from one maker and only that maker can service them. And it costs a lot of money. And from my understanding is that, that that service provider, they make shitty machines, so they're always broken. So they always have to
0: get called to come in. I mean, that's normal with every like service job though. Yeah, it's kind of like the Apple, Apple business model. Well, yeah. I mean, I got, I got a new iPhone. I didn't want it, but I got it. And I bought a hundred and something dollar case. Then I bought a $50 screen protector. And then as I'm going to the checkout thing and I, I noticed my phone, the way it sits is like, see the giant camera on it. It sits in the cameras off the phone a little bit. So it sits right on the camera. It's I on go, camera.
1: That's not good.
0: I go, isn't that going to scratch up the camera? And like, yeah, you have to buy a separate thing for that as well. Too. And I go, how much is that? Like $75? And I'm like, do they do that on purpose? Like, yeah, we're pretty sure they do that on purpose. I go,
1: yeah, they're genius. They're the only tech company that isn't laying people off right now. Goddamn capitalism.
0: You can't knock the business model, but... I mean, Elon Musk is not laying people off. Oh, yeah, he is. Well, He fired all of Twitter, company. but not his staff. Yeah. He's got his own <laughs> his staff. Company.
1: He's just bringing them in from SpaceX and uh, Tesla. But uh, yeah, I think he's laying people off in
0: Tesla having I problems i haven't seen that yeah i think so well they shit on tesla way too much you shit on tesla
1: what yeah they do because what he does is totally against their everyone else's model of doing business he doesn't patent anything he's like yeah i want you guys to use the technology come up with a better car than i do he's he like he also doesn't yeah, have I, labor I do unions
0: which is people give him shit for and i go well it, A labor union is not a good thing to have. A labor union means that the people in the company don't like what's going on in the company. So they have to do a labor union to get their wages that they're deserved. He just gives people investments into their stock. Um, The only problem I really have with Elon is the fact that when he was doing all those Twitter file releases like Epstein and all that, he was doing it like a show, like come back tomorrow for part two. And I'm like, dude, just release it all if you really care about it. Like, Let everyone see it now so they're not coming back like a reality television show
1: but you got to build the hype for the sheep. You know, know? if you give them everything all at once, they'll only eat half and they won't go through the rest. Right. But when, if you just trickle it out, they're like, Oh, Oh, I got to come back and get the rest tomorrow.
0: I mean, it's good, but if you actually care about like the fate of the world and how people's minds are going, you would just be giving it all to them.
1: But I mean, I think he realized that like he's going to release all this information and it's not really going to do much just
0: like so he does it over a period of a fucking month to where the government could just have a minute to kill him really really that's what we're doing here i,
1: mean, I think he i think he understands the the cycle. Like if i told you tape. a
0: joke and i didn't tell you the punchline until a month from now you'd be so pissed at me <laughs> maybe you do not have it all if your weatherman told you the weather report today for yesterday
1: i so. needed that I mean, yesterday that... I think he understands the attention span of people. It's like if I give them too much information at once, they're just it's just gonna get lost. It's gonna be He's like not. the forest and the trees.
0: He's doing it like a circus. Gotta keep them engaged, I feel like. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Like a circus. Make them happy. Mm-hmm. Put a bear on a tricycle and watch him eat a monkey or something. <laughs> you don't remember that video? Bear on a tricycle. There was a bear on a circus that was on one of those unicycle things, and behind the bear was hooked to the unicycle was a monkey on a no it was a monkey on a unicycle and it was a bear in a little tractor thing a little like wagon wheel and he was sitting on the thing and the monkey was pedaling on the unicycle and it would pull the bear cart it was a circus act thing so it was like everyone's like laughing and have a good time well i forgot what happened someone did something with a flash and the monkey like went like that or something and he stopped and the the wagon wheel had caught and hit the Hit, hit the unicycle so they like, bumped into each other, and the bear just got so angry that he just started eating the monkey. And this was like live in front of all these children and all this type of stuff. Is this on then, YouTube? Can I yeah, you, you can, can I watch
1: t- it. Should I type in bear eats monkey. i pull it up now,
0: but I'm pretty sure my computer will crash if <laughs> I do crash. that. But it was like a, it's a real video. Can't wait to see that. That's why Barnum and Bailey Circus stopped doing their shows. I don't think that's why. I think it's because yeah. people were protesting about the elephants. I wonder how many people die in those trapeze acts every year. I'm sure you can Google it. It's like skydiving. I think it's like three people every year that die. Is that it? Probably I feel like more. There should be so many more. I was lowballing. Big time. I feel
1: like that happens like a month.
0: I don't. I mean, some people. That's their day life. Is like my buddy. He worked. He worked in the military doing the paratroopers training. So he did that every day for like 20 years at most. So every day he jumped out of a plane like six times. And I'm like, oh, my God, just the ability that one day you're not going to be able to. I was like, you ever get scared? He's like, every time I go, oh, my God. I was like, imagine doing that. Your your heart has to be aged by like 30 years at that point. I feel like
1: you have to get scared um, so that you like make sure that everything is good. Because I, I read a story about a guy. He was like a camera guy. And he had done so many jumps like that, that it, it just kind of became like routine to him. And uh, he was doing this one jump and it was just such like a routine to him that he forgot to put his parachute on. And he like jumped out with no shoe.
0: <laughs> That's like trying to, I mean, you gotta understand, someone packs those for you when you go up there. So imagine if that dude just like, gets like, you know, his wife just found out his wife's cheating on him he, Come he goes into work and he's all pissed off and upset very depressed and he's doing these right. airplane he's not, like, things, paying attention he's yeah he just doesn't think he just you yep, know here we go and then he goes all right i packed up everything and the guy's like it's my parachute are you sure and he's like yes i'm sure and they get out of the airplane and then they go and pull the cord and the chute just doesn't unfold and he's like ah he's like oh god i mean that was like the um the guy that ran the company the airplane uh skydiving company I forgot what the name was, and he ran it for like thirty years, and then he retired and gave it to his son to run the business. And on his son's second week, a guy goes up on the thing. He's flying like he would fly the plane, and have like these people jump. The dude jumped without a parachute and killed himself on purpose. And I was like, dude, you had in the business shut down, and it was like, oh my god, imagine being that guy's dad, where he's like, one rule we have, you make sure they jump with it on. And if they're coming up to you telling you, "I don't feel so happy in life right now," you just don't let them get on the plane. <laughs> you it's take a psych I, it's horrible. You plane. Imagine that, though. You spend forty years into your business, and your daughter ruins it in two weeks. Uh, I hope I'm
1: dead already, or I would get up and jump. I'd be the next one jumping out. On
0: I couldn't. That's like the worst way to go. It's like jumping out that's of an airplane. You, People say you don't feel it when you hit the ground. How do you know? Yeah. How do you know?
1: uh I mean, when I got hit by the car and I flipped in the air and then came down, I felt that shit. Wait, what? You never I, told I never me told that. You no. I never told the story where I got hit by a car. I was out drunk, drunk walking, and uh I was meeting a friend. And there was like an intersection. It's Frankfurt to Gerard. It's a pretty popular intersection. Lots of bars and clubs and stuff like that. And <clears throat> It's like uh, how do I explain it? it's like a one way going this way and then a bus trolley rail type thing in the middle and then traffic going down the opposite end. And people aren't supposed to drive in that middle bus trolley type thing, but they do. And uh, so uh, my friends on the other side of the intersection, so I'm trying to run over to meet him. And there's a bus in that thing. So like I'm running up to the intersection and I I run and I'm like, oh, I probably shouldn't run out in front of the bus. I might get run over by the bus. So I go to the back of the bus. And as I'm like running from behind the bus to now like cross over to the other part of the the intersection, I'm going to have to step out into the street behind the bus. And uh, I'm like running and the voice in my head is like, don't run out don't run out, don't run out, but I'm still running out. And like, just as I'm about to like run out from behind the bus, like something like stopped me. So like, I put like one leg out into the street and like looked and then here comes this like Isuzu pickup truck flying down. And I saw it, I pulled back behind the bus quick enough, but I didn't. And the guy clipped the whole like right side of me. And I didn't realize it until like I'm in the air and like, I'm spinning and I'm seeing like ground sky ground sky. I'm like, oh fuck, I got hit. And then boom, I came down flat, like like elbows, toes, head hard onto the concrete. And I liken it. I'm like, damn, that's what it felt like. That's probably what it feels like to get trucked by Brian Dawkins, or free safety, in the NFL. Like you just get taken out as a wide receiver. So I'm like laying there in the middle of the street. And like when I hit, it just was like oh like it knocked everything out of you i'm like i gotta get out of the street i like roll up onto the curb and now i'm like laying on the curb and the guy stopped and he's like are you okay And i'm like i don't know man. <laughs> give me a second let me make sure nothing's broken or i'm and he just goes
0: into his middle console, taps his gun safe thing and goes all right i gotta put him out of his misery I'm finish him finish Not him off
1: <laughs> i got up and i'm like all right it doesn't feel like anything's broken. I'm, I'm not bleeding. My head hurts a little bit. Now the adrenaline is going, you know? So I'm like, uh, yeah, I think I'm okay. And he's like, you sure? And I'm like, yeah, I think so. I'm all right. And then I'm like, yeah, I got... And, and I didn't. Is your like, ankle
0: any... supposed to bend that way?
1: <laughs> and I'm like, I'm in shock. So I'm like, not thinking that like, oh, I should probably get this guy's information or anything like that. And I'm just like, get across the street to my friend. And he's like, get in his car and he's like what happened it looked like you got hit by a car and I was like I did and he's like Do you want to go to the hospital and I'm like no nah, man let's just go to this party <laughs> he's like what are you sure I'm like yeah yeah I'll be all right I'll be all right let's just go to this party I'm fine I'm fine he's like you want to call a lawyer I'm like no nah, I didn't get this guy's information and he's like what what are you what I'm like yeah come on let's just go to this party so we're at the party for like half an hour and the adrenaline starts to wear off and I'm starting to feel it. I'm like, uh, I don't feel so good. And he's like, you want me to take you to the hospital now? I'm like, no, nah, man, I'm just going to get an Uber and go home. you know, I don't trust doctors or hospitals.
0: Did they have Uber back then or taxi?
1: They did. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. It's probably like 2018. So, yeah. And um, I went home and uh, my wife... Saw me and she's like, What's wrong with you? I'm like, I got hit by a car. She was like, Oh, I just like laid in a chair through the night, couldn't move. And then, uh, the next day I woke up, I couldn't move. My buddy called me up and he's like, How you doing? You all right? I was like, No, nah, man, I'm not good. Can't move. He's like, You want to go to the hospital now? And I'm like, Nah, I still don't go. It's <laughs> like, I got some CBD salve. You want me to bring that oh, over? God. I was like, Yeah, let me try it and you put that we put that shit on my and i and like within 15 minutes you start calling all like, your reiki
0: energy healing friends like come over here and get your ga- goddamn hands over me
1: dude that cbd set worked man i got within 15 minutes i was able to start walking again yeah my whole my whole side was just black and blue i still i'm still up
0: you have dreads friends. under that hat is that what you're trying to tell me right now is that you just immediately switched over to cbd people no, nah, I,
1: I, that was the first time I ever tried it. I always thought it was like garbage I really got them and stuff, but that stuff worked. Got
0: me walking again. What can I do? Ah, uh, still not. I'm still never going to try it, but okay. Yeah. I wouldn't, I don't
1: know. Like I wouldn't take like CBD gummies or anything like that, but if you have any kind of like aches or pains, muscle pain, cause it's like tiger balm. It's like that type of stuff. Like burns your eyes and, stuff but it it worked
0: why are you applying it to your eyes
1: i i'm not but just like when you open it up you smell Uh, it you know you just smell it
0: yeah do you when you wipe do you smell your hand too no i already know it smells like shit (laughs) (laughs) that was a good one that was good i was not expecting that uh i talked to a guy who talked about the bad side of marijuana And I already know because I always had a bad experience with it, and uh, he was talking about the dangers of why the legalization is bad, and he goes, I go, like, what do you mean, like, is it – and he goes, because it's all in the hands of the companies. The only reason it's becoming legal is because the companies found a way to be able to profit off of it, and the dangerous part about this is like back in your day, if you ever smoked weed, you would smoke like 30 joints, and you would barely get high my day it was like two bowls or a bowl and you would be out of your mind now it's like these kids take a gummy and they're messed up for weeks so he's like you're not about to have a whole generation of kids with some severe trauma in their life and major disorders because they're basically trying on like the purest high grade stuff right out the gate
1: yeah schizophrenia is going to be huge but then you got to figure, like that helps the medical industry, right? <laughs> yeah, but then
0: the government could just say you are just being paranoid, and they could really be doing something bad. Mm-hmm. They already do that now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They're not listening to our phones.
1: Yeah, no, I had to stop smoking this new weed. is just nuts, man. I can't do it. I want some of that old scraggly Mexican brick weed, full of seeds. That that would be great. This stuff now. I feel like it gets you all fucked up and then they pump you full of subliminal messages through the TikTok and Instagram. Maybe that's when
0: you notice the subliminal messages. I found that whenever I got high, I noticed like I was something I was doing was weird and I would stop doing it. You know what I mean? Maybe with the old old weed, yeah. But this new like if I was high and I was sitting eating a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch at 9 p.m. and I was watching the movie Friday, I'm like, you know what? This is not normal. This is weird. I got to stop doing this. And then I'd go and get like a healthy snack and sit and watch Friday at 9 PM.
1: Yeah. Psychedelics. will do that to you. We were on a trip one time. We had some really wild acid, this black blotter and uh, everybody that took it basically lost their minds. And uh, the one girl, she had this epiphany that she needed to eat healthy stuff to make her live. And after that trip, she became like a fitness instructor type person and, Got her life together is, I guess, a good trick for her.
0: I think there's a danger in trying to do that, those types of drugs, because, like, a lot of people do it because I want to try and discover myself. And I'm like, yeah, that's good. But what happens if you don't like what you find? It,
1: it, it opens your mind to change it. <laughs> that's what it says. So, like, it's not going to change you, but it'll kick open the doors for you to make the changes yourself.
0: I know, but maybe you don't, like, you're scared of those changes. Like imagine if you take acid and you're like a corporate CEO and you go, oh, my God, I've been ruining people's lives. I've I've pulled out so many pensions and retirements and fucked people over. And you just start shaving your head in the mirror trying to get rid of your slick back hair. And then you decide to go out to a thrift store and buy like really old clothes. But then you still don't like who you are because on the inside, you're still the same person. So you go, what can I do to change it? So you just start drinking bleach. Or you just jump off the fucking – that's what I'm saying. That's why in uh, was it Japan or China they put nets around their buildings because people were jumping out. Well, China is... around the apple factories. Yeah, it was the same reason in casinos the windows don't open. Yeah, there's no
1: there's no balconies on casinos in Vegas. They had there. I just heard it yesterday. There's one casino that had balconies. And within the first two weeks of them being open, like 15 people jumped or some crazy shit. Because you have
0: people that literally go and they think they're going to win. They get trying to have a good night and they're like $50,000 in the hole. And then they go to their hotel room and they're staring out the window at this amazing view, wondering how they're going to afford this the next morning. And that's when they jumped out a window. I'll never forget when I went to Vegas. I've went twice, but the first time I went, I was 14 years old, which is like, I would love to go now because now the both times I went, I was before 21. Now I'm like, oh shit, I can have some really good fun. Um, but maybe it's a good thing. I don't go because I'd probably end up broke or I'd win like a billion dollars. I'm telling you, dude, recently I was like, I feel really lucky to gamble right now. I don't know why. It's like just, just random urge that I got. And I never get like that. So I'm like, maybe I should try it. You got a uh, FanDuel on your phone? No, I hate those damn apps. They put in your social security number. I'm like, fuck you. No, no. <laughs> why do I have you to do that? Casino for
1: There's not a, there's a casino in Maryland now. It's yeah, I know. I used them, to know. work
0: at one. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. You were security. That's why I would never gamble is because like the first day I worked there, I saw three people win total probably close to $100,000. And it was in the first hour of my 4.30 a.m. shift. And I was like, oh my God, I got to gamble. And the main guy's been there for like 30 years because this does not happen every day. And I go, why did it happen today? And Because you were there. I was there first day. You were there, Robbie. Um, that job i hated so much because when they do that at 4 30 in the morning they have to we're security so we had to change all the machines out and all the machines alarms start going off so you have to keep changing every single one out so for an hour you're just hearing alarms
1: and uh, (laughs) i'll
0: never forget the one guy that won like forty five thousand dollars or something like that and i go to him i go what are you going to do man i'm happy for you and he goes i'm going to go to mcdonald's and get myself a couple egg mcmuffins i'm like what he's like yeah i was like but are you going to, you want me to call you a cab or something? And he goes, nah, man, what are you talking about? I feel fine. I was like, yeah, but you've had some drinks. He goes, yeah. And then we just stared at each other and I go, all right, you know, whatever. Have a good night. <laughs> good night. Bye. Fuck. What the hell? It was like 4.30 in the morning. I was like, I don't know what to do. With them. But there were people there that would be like falling asleep at the slot machine. Jing, jing, jing. So the story with the Las Vegas thing is, you don't know how oblivious you are when you're a kid. Like you're just oblivious to a bunch of shit. And uh, I'm like, we went to the this place, and they have this long like walkway, and the long walkway has a giant screen above it, and it's you see videos of it where they play like flying through space on the roof or whatever, and um well on that little like it's called the strip, on well not the giant strip, but there's like a side part to it, and on that there's a wedding chapel, and my uncle got married, and I never thought about it. And I never like I remember sitting in the church and I was like, are we going to go yet? And it was a big event for them, but they just got married in Vegas. And um, I never even thought about it. I go, wait a minute. They did one of those Las Vegas weddings. And I just realized that now that I'm older, I go, damn, I can't believe I was a part of that. And I did not realize I was getting bored out of my mind. Like, what the hell are we doing? And um, uh... I don't think so. I just know it was, nobody was dressed up. Everyone. My uncle was wearing skull rings on his fingers and he's wearing like a, a, old mechanic shirt. And he was like all this type of, it, was, it wasn't, but is it your wasn't. Dad's wasn't brother? No, this is my brother's dad. Okay. So we're half brothers. Right, right, right. So it was, and it was a big event for him too. Cause he got to be the best man at his dad's wedding and him and his dad, like just, like were disconnected for a long time. So it was like, oh my God, this is like everything for him. And I just didn't even know what the hell was going on until like about yesterday. Um, I started thinking back about that memory and I was like, wait a minute, I was at a Las Vegas wedding. And there's photos of it too. We're like on the street and it's me and there's like those two dancer girls and they have the one big bouncer who's like really like big and jacked. And it's like just a photo with the girls. And I was like 14 years old. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I was like, I want to go play the arcade games in our hotel. Cause we stayed at Circus Circus. So there was like a carnival slash hotel thing. It was awesome. I probably spent hundreds of dollars at that place.
1: That is the epiphany of white trash wedding.
0: (laughs) The wedding wasn't at Circus Circus. The wedding was at the the thing. At the chapel. But it was fun because you get to walk around. I was actually going to do that recently. I was like, if I take a break from the show, I was going to go to travel and go to like Vegas and Hawaii and all that. (laughs)
1: Totally do that. Um, I highly recommend it. What, how long did your uncle know your his wife that he married I at circus they, dated, circus?
0: they dated for a while. Okay. she flew with us just... to Vegas.
1: Okay. So I was gonna say, did he meet her like the night before and like go go? It's like I found my soulmate. No.
0: Nah. <laughs> no. Nah. That'd be a better story. My story was a little bit dry, I was missing some details.
1: Like, is that where they got that from in uh's that movie? Oh,
0: Hangover. Oh, yes. That's the one. It's like the only Vegas movie. Right. Then there's like two other ones that just take place in different places with the same storyline and different events he happen. He rips out his fucking own tooth and I know. Mary's the Mary's the goat dancer. <laughs> Has a baby named Carlos. It's not really the baby's name. That movie, so many people are so mad they made sequels. So, you ever been to Vegas?
1: Vegas? No, I I have never had that much fucking money because <laughs> I feel like if I go to Vegas, I need at least at least bare minimum twenty
0: thousand dollars. Did you know that they make their casinos for tailored to the Chinese gamblers that come down here? Did you know that?
1: Yeah, because they below big time money they're whales they
0: found out their major clientele was chinese gamblers and businessmen and they made their casinos like that this is originally if you look at what the mgm is um it's either the mg i think it's the mgm they originally had the gold lion that's out front but originally the front entrance was a lion's mouth and none of the chinese gamblers would want to go in there because it was bad luck to enter the mouth of a lion and gamble so they fa- figured that out and they changed it. And I go, well, that's how, you know, like, I mean, how many people go in there, like wearing like a really shitty Hawaiian shirt and they have like a giant slurpee and like a lanyard around their neck. I remember I went into a porn store when I was 14 over there and it was just normal. And I, now that I think, oh my God, I keep thinking back about it. I was like, there were so many things about that that was wrong. And my grandma just did not give a shit. Wow. Wow. That's really dangerous, dude. You know, like when someone tells you something like my grandma, my grandpa passed away recently. Um, and I asked my grandma, I'm like, what are we doing? Are we doing a funeral? Are we doing a cremation? Like, what's going on? She goes, your, your grandpa wanted his body to be donated to the science. And I go, oh, my God, the number of times he told me that when I was a kid. And I just thought he was fucking with me. And he really did want that to happen. So he's, his body right now is being uh, worked on by Good for him. But I mean, it was to me, it was just like one of those things was like, oh, my God, you just don't realize until you're older. And then it just makes you like kind of like smile like, wow, I can't believe he was right about that. And that's what the. Cause I'm, I'm we're walking around and there's like so we entered a store in Las Vegas and they had knives, samurai swords, shurikens. It was like everything you could possibly think of in this store, all on the walls and shit. It's like a kid's if you're 14 years old, this is your fucking dream right now. So um, we're walking around. We're grabbing all of them. We're like playing around with like the nunchucks, and it wasn't a kung fu store. It was everything like barbarian axes. Uh, it looked like a giant cosplay store or something like that. But um, then right beside it, we went in there, and it was where my grandma was in there. Uh, my grandpa was in there. Um, oh my god! Oh no, nobody bought anything. <laughs> I mean, that I know of they could have did it when I went down, whatever. But we went, I went in there, it was like it was my uncle in there, it was my uh his new wife in there, and uh we're walking around and like we were just playing with all the samurai swords on the wall and shit. So now we entered a new store where they have the same exact things hung up on the wall except they're dildos. And we I walk in there, my I go to like I go, Well, look at this, and then my uncle goes, Don't fucking touch anything in here. <laughs> and it's just like I didn't know what it was at the time. <laughs> And now I realize, oh God, yeah, you don't want to try and pick those up, and play with samurai swords.
1: So uh, that's a, a different thing sword? on the
0: street. And then right below that was a thing that said massages. I swear to you, but we never went in there. But I'm pretty sure that was yeah, it was a uh, one of those sex things. It wasn't. And that's open in Las Vegas. They have brothels and stuff. So brothels. Yeah, this is just a massage with a. We don't have strip in. clubs in Maryland. I'm upset about that. Because I told you I'm making a JFK film. So, what I wanted to do was there was a segment with Jack Ruby. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I was like, Is the block not around anymore? No. What's the block in Baltimore? You don't know about the block oh, in Baltimore? I'm
0: not talking Baltimore. I mean, like in Ocean City and all that. I got you. Got you. But I I thought this would be funny. Think of this. This is a good sales pitch for a movie scene. I said if I was going to do like a JFK film, there's Jack Ruby, the strip club owner. I was like to introduce that segment. What I was going to do is if I had like a million dollars, this would be my idea. Go to a strip club and then like interview one of the people like if this was like 20 years ago, one of the people that was like arrested Jack Ruby. And I'd have him sitting in a chair and me sitting in a chair and we're in a strip club. And right behind me is just a, a naked woman. So as I'm asking this guy serious questions about this historical event, there's just a pair of things right remember. here. And then you get a guy come in, and there's like a crotch right here. And the guy goes, would you like a drink? And I go, I'm good. Thank you. And then just ignore everything. And then just have this really serious interview with this guy who's like a historical figure. Sounds and like then, some um, Hunter S.
1: Thompson shit right there.
0: He just goes, real quick, you got something right here? And I got a whole bunch of glitter on the side of my face. And I'm like, right here? I get it? And I got it. There's something stupid. I thought that would be hilarious for a film like that's we got to make documentaries funny now, because now people are just like they're so tuned out of it unless it's like a murder documentary where it's like people are somehow addicted to the murder porn aspect. Like, oh, my God, he's slowly sipping cyanide into his coffee every morning and he's just getting angry and delusional in early stages of dementia. Then when he lies down, she's just slowly burning a candle over his head and saying some gibberish above his head and demonic prayer. And then like everyone loves that shit. Like Jeffrey Dahmer sparked up so much love and people are like, what's wrong with you people? I'm like, this is our society. Everyone has a murder fetish.
1: That's how I know I'm not a psychopath because I didn't watch the Jeffrey Dahmer (laughs) shit. I'm
0: like, you know what? I think I'm not as bad as I thought I was. I think society has passed me on the level of fucked up. You're not that bad though. I'm not. No, for sure. You're just very realistic.
1: I guess. I guess I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to accept that all these things are possible or happening. Like, I'm not going to be like, Oh no, that, that just can't be. No.
0: What can't you accept?
1: I uh, Me personally, I can accept anything, but I'm saying like a lot of society is like, Oh no, he's not a serial killer. He couldn't be a serial He's such a nice
0: guy. That's, that's what you should look into is the nice guy. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: definitely. I'm pretty sure. That last house that I was living in, the dude that lived next door to me, he had a torture basement.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: Cause he was like that. He was just like one of the, he was like a nice guy. You never heard him or saw him. Or he just kept to himself, but he had like blackout, like blinds he could never see in. And then I'm pretty sure there was one night when I had first moved in the house, probably like a few months being in, sitting in my living room. And all of a sudden I hear like the door next door like open really fast yeah. and then just I just hear, hear some like, like weird swedish edm music well no i hear this like girl screaming help help oh my god oh my help god. me and she like skips my house and then goes to the house next door to me and she's like banging on the door
0: why'd she skip your house and i guess because i was so close i don't know oh. and uh i would have been like bitch na- <laughs> no i'm sorry i guess <laughs> i would have been like yo like what i'm not good enough to call the cops for you you don't use my phone So I hear the other neighbor come out and like, I can hear the conversation
1: going on and she's like, "Uh, I'm lost and I'm supposed to meet my friends. Where's the closest bar? And so like being who I am, I kind of know subcultures and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, she's totally a prostitute and her safety place to go if shit goes wrong is the closest bar. And the guy's like right down the end of the block. And then she, like, runs down, and you never hear or see her from again. But, like, every once in a while, I would see some other, like, prostitute-type ladies going into this dude's house and shit. And I'm like, uh, I don't know what he was trying to do to that one girl. Uh, but, yeah, he, he's he definitely fit the profile.
0: Did his grass on his lawn look really, really neat, like, super neat to where you couldn't? No lawns. No lawns
1: it's okay. concrete and porch and then the backyard, but yeah, he never came out into his backyard. He would pay the other guy down the block to uh come and clean this yard.
0: Well, that's not bad. I mean, there's people that never go into a pool that they own and they just stare at their pool. Cause they have one.
1: So, Hey man, uh, the baby's
0: up. I got you. No, you gave me enough of your time, brother, man. It was good talking to you again. Um, Where can people find your links? You want to promote anything? Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: fsfilly.com is our uh, website. Um, food karma is my
0: private Instagram page. Come find me. I don't. I'm not interesting anymore. I don't know. Okay. That, no. Well, I appreciate the time. It was good talking to you again. Um, and thanks for listening to this episode of Out of the Blank Podcast.